0: Mason Gidsburg writes for uh, Bourbon Street Shots. He also does an excellent podcast, by the way. In the No, get it, No, New Orleans in the No, oh. right? You see that? He joins us right now, bright and early. It's just, uh, I believe, eight oh five in New Orleans, so he's an early riser too. And I'm sure. His ears have been burning from everybody wanting to get him on. Uh, because, honestly, we've talked about this before. The people that cover the Pelicans in that area are saints. And I don't mean the pun, but I'll, allow the, football team's yeah, stupid, I'll right. allow the pun. There's not exactly a giant budgets for Pelican coverage, but I expect that's going to change perhaps here uh, because I think this team's going to be a lot better uh, than it was. And Mason Ginsburg joins us right now. Mason, it is Dave. That is Kyle. That is Jay. Good morning. How are you? hi Good morning. Uh, doing
1: pretty well, and uh, actually, I'm based out of Chicago at this point in my life. But I spent the first uh, 25 years of my life in New Orleans, and I'm very, uh, very closely tied to that city still. Parents still live there, and I can. And you're, you're actually you're pretty spot on in uh, the fact that it's the same town. And but I think uh, the, the shift towards everyone's really rallying behind that number one pick for Zion, and, and now that the AD trade has happened. We can finally move on to the next era.
0: I will avoid every bone in my body wanting to sit here and just wax poetic about the city of New Orleans with you for the next ten minutes because you could. (laughs) He he would do that. I would absolutely. It's my favorite city other than my hometown of Sacramento. It's my favorite city uh, in America. And those. uh, It's. Is there a day, Mason? Do you think? Is there a day that could come where the the Pelicans are never going to overtake the Saints? I think we know that, but could we see some sort of? I don't know torontonian renaissance if the pelicans truly contended for a title where they'd be a a really big deal there
1: uh, i without a doubt because if there's one thing the city knows how to do it's throw a party <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I think that uh i mean we got to get there first uh, and i think the the right foundation is finally in place um i i've So Gail Benson took over the the team for her late husband, Tom, uh, a little over a year ago, year and a half ago, and and she's really done every single thing right since the 80 trade request broke. Uh, Obviously hired David Griffin, who handled the, the trade masterfully, and I really think this team's got a strong foundation for success, which I really don't know if you could have ever said that dating back to even when the team first moved to New Orleans. I mean, the George Shin years were not great. Then the t- NBA owned the team, and then Tom Benson bought them, which was a, a huge sigh of relief because there was uh, there were attendance benchmarks the team needed to meet, and now you've got Tom. But but Tom Tom's the Pelicans were his almost his third par- priority behind the Saints and his horses for horse racing. Um, Gail has shown that that's not the case for her. She really values this team, and she's put she's put money where her mouth is. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the timing of the of the Davis trade a little bit. Is is this a scenario where like you said they just needed to move on and get this done with? Is this the best time they were going to Is this the Is this the best timing-wise for Hang on. I got this. You're going to get it. Wait Hold on. It. Hang on. I yeah. It's this. still yeah. early. It's still <laughs> early. I want you to
0: get it right. Was this the best timing
1: for the trade, or could they have maybe had Zion and Anthony Davis play next to each other for a while, see maybe if he changed his mind about staying in New Orleans, or was this the best package they were going to get? Yeah, I, I think that the ship had sailed with AD. I think, honestly, it just seemed like he, he wanted to end the, the discomfort and the awkwardness. Um, and I think it would have been really, really great to see that uh, potential of those two guys together. But uh, that coupled with the fact that Griffin, when the day he took the job, he, when he was asked about AD, he said you're, you know you're either all in or you're all out. And I think that he he meant those words. And so uh, regarding the timing of the trade itself, uh, it's funny because uh, Schmidt and I, he's a podcast co-host, we recorded on Thursday. And I think we were starting to believe this trade was going to stretch out to free agency because, uh, with the situation with Kyrie and the Celtics, you have to stretch the market, see if there's any other teams that, if they miss in free agency, come to go get AD, especially with the injuries to Clay and, and KD. It really opens up next year. Um, but I think. I think Griffin squeezed so much out of Palenka and the Lakers that there was no way he couldn't take this deal. And, and the timing was obviously a huge factor for the Lakers as well. Mason Ginberg, Ginsburg. Hello. He hosts the Indy podcast. Mason, I have to ask the Pelicans got quite the poopoo platter back of assets. If you had to power rank those assets, you don't have to do every single one of them, but which one should the Pelicans fans be most excited about? Um, it's, it's hard, but it's probably the ones that are furthest out. Um, it's, And I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a little bit higher on Lonzo Ball than most, and I'm probably a little bit lower on Brandon Ingram than most. But I mean, the number four pick's obviously great. It's a, it's a weaker draft, but a top five pick in any draft usually has pretty decent returns. But I mean, those, those picks later on. So they've got the, they've got a 2021 pick only if it's top eight, and then it goes unprotected in 2022, which I think is, uh, LeBron's last year if he takes his option. Um, but then they've got a pick swap rights in 2023 and then unprotected 2024 unless they choose to defer it one more year, in this case they get 2025. 20, so, I mean, there are these picks later on, and the Lakers are always going to be a great market and a, and a hot free agent market, as we've seen, no matter how competent or uh, strong the, the management structure in place is. But I, I still think that's something that you've got to take a gamble on. Uh, the, 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 the org has not done things the, the right way, I'd say, overall, over the last few years. Um, and you, I'm not saying you bet on incompetence, but I think those are, even if you don't see those assets all the way through, uh, they're they're also, they're trade chips that you can move for other pieces if you want to expedite the Zion timeline. So uh, I, I think it's just the overall package. It's hard to nail one exact pick as the staple, but it's a, overall. I think
0: it was too much for Griff to pass up. I might miss my mark here, Mason, but but judging by what I'm hearing out of New Orleans, usually when a franchise trades a franchise player, uh, the GM and the team are blamed, and whatever the hall is. Again, historically, Jay mentioned the poo-poo platter. We've heard that term before. Generally, the the star that gets traded, doesn't matter how many guys come back, it's still all about the star that's traded in the future. In this case, I don't know how David Griffin could have done better. The Hall is insane. The the Pelicans are basically practically drafting for two teams, plus they have Zion Williamson coming in. I'm guessing the feel in New Orleans is sucks about Anthony Davis, but they've got to be pretty pleased with David Griffin and, and, and what the franchise did.
1: Yeah, everyone's very, very excited, and, and honestly, it's it's so. I I, I, I talked been talking about this for weeks now, but it's crazy how AD so easily could have, and this probably wasn't in his uh, interest to do so. But he didn't have to be the bad guy in all of this. Right. The the uh, the the fans all really understood why when he requested his trade. They kind of got it. I mean, they, they realized they didn't put a contender around him for seven years. He was there, and they said, "All right, you know what? That's fine." I think when he started trying to force his way to the Lakers, and, and Clutch got involved, and Rich Paul, I think that's when he started really quickly burning some bridges. But um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I think like to your point, everyone's really excited to just move on, and obviously, you've got a great foundational building block in, in Zion who helps expedite things. But um, but yeah, it's it's just uh, it was it was time to move on. Do you think the Pelicans can? make the playoffs next year just kind of based on what they have and what they might be able to go get in free agency? That's a great question. I, I, I wish I knew the answer. Um, it, again, it obviously depends on how quickly Zion acclimates to the NBA, and I think his skill set and talent level is one that will acclimate quicker than most number one picks. Um, but that said, I mean, it, they still are entertaining trades for that four pick. It could be a situation where they trade down for eight and ten from the Hawks and, and maybe something else as well. Or they go and get one later pick and then one player alongside it. So I think that this roster is not in its final form, even disregarding free agency for a second. I mean, I think I think there could be a trade or two left this summer to really round out the roster. But I think Griff is a great guy to have leading that charge because he's not going to just think short-term. He'll think long-term as well.
0: Mason Ginsberg writes for Bourbon Street Shots, covers the Pelicans. You can hear his podcast as well in the N.O. You get it, in the N.O. like New Orleans. That's an awesome pun. We are a huge fan. It's like in the know. Yeah, very huge fans of that. Mason, I'm sure you're going to be very busy over the next few days. Oh, last thing. We we can't leave you without uh, asking this. Randall gone. Julius Randall declares uh, free agency. Is, Is that it?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, there was a good case to keep him uh, before the Zion pick landed in the Pelicans lap uh, on something's maybe more short term. But yeah, I, I can't see the Pelicans bringing him back.
0: All right. Appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. All
0: right. Take care. That's Mason Ginsburg.